Amanda Linebaugh, we made you watch The Magic School Bus, the TV show about a school bus that goes inside children without their permission. Uh, <laughs> we need you to say uh, a major compliment to start, although today we're calling them The Major Darcy, because Darcy's back. <laughs> so what is your Major Darcy for the day? Uh, I think my, my Major Darcy is um, how awesome the theme song is oh, and how it's I'm the kind of stuck in my head for a month. It's almost yeah. dangerously yes. funky. Yeah, little Richard. And then I remembered really... all of the words to it. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> take a my left past Mars or take yeah, a right. get get baked into a pie. It's, That's my favorite. Part. Take a right, take back around back Mars. Yeah, it's take a left at you. your intestine. Mm. <laughs> I do. I think baked into a pie is my Mars. favorite one. You might get yeah. baked into a pie. Mm-hmm. You might get baked into a pie. Yeah, this That's seems a on... long, slow process. Oh man, yeah. That's a learning experience. <laughs> yeah, That's right. I guess my thing about this is this is peak uh, like late career Little Richard where he was just doing children's songs like the Itsy Bitsy Spider cover that was awesome and then also <laughs> the Magic School Bus theme. Oh, if you haven't heard it, go go listen to Little Richard's Itsy Bitsy Spider. It's amazing. I would also say this is like peak 90s cartoon where the theme song mm-hmm. was very explanatory. Oh, such a big <laughs> yeah. part of the show. Yeah. If ever you were confused. But it's only talking about the excitement and not the learning part. This is why all these new shows have to say previously on, because like the true detective theme song isn't like in the early episodes, the chasing a guy, it turns out that guy is many people. Yeah. <laughs> like, like they found a dead guy. There was some sex stuff. <laughs> like Women you know, that would just make it so much easier to know what the story's about. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, uh yeah. on the strength of your they found a dead guy. What is your major Darcy? <laughs> uh, so mine is, uh, frankly, just the amount of magic gear that the school bus has. So this is a so show about gear. the school bus that can turn into a plane, a boat, a sub, a, you know, whatever. Expanded size, shrinking size. Sometimes a powered sub, sometimes a submarine that is running on children bicycle power. Well, that was the turbo <laughs> boost, yeah. Sure, yeah. But, <laughs> That's how you get through them guts. Yeah. Uh, but... The point of the point is that every time the kids need to go out and actually be outside of the bus, like, you know, get out to space, get out into stomach juices, what have you, there's always a, like, put on your anti-magma gear or put in your put on your slime-proof suits. And, like, they I've do. got this. Like, they just wade so many- through bile and lava in different suits because that takes. <laughs> That's right. It's a smart bus that knows yeah. there's different suits. Or there's just Damn scuba skippy. suits around. There's just the bus has all the gear. It's ready for anything, and I love it. And it has a happy smile. The bus is the best. Unless it's scared, and then it has a scared face. Oh, man. Yeah. Also, if you upgrade its CD-ROM, then it'll think like a fish. Yeah. It can, mm-hmm. Is there anything that Magic School Bus can't do? I don't think no, so. No, not. it's magic. Yeah. To prepare you for puberty. Whoa! <laughs> but it can't allude to that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go next. My Major Darcy is uh, another great little vegetarian moment. Um, so oh, I knew you were going to talk about this. I'd have to. I Well, so they were... Okay, so I have to. <laughs> I have to. They were following the, the life cycle of the salmon. And the, it starts with them, like, fishing for salmon. And they're like, where'd all the salmon go? And then they learn about salmon migration. And they follow them uh, up the, the stream. And they watch them uh, jizz on each other. And then they die. And then... <laughs> the and death then, is never explicitly covered, Yeah, by that's the way. not really part They of do it. sort of ignore... That's true. They ignore <laughs> the fact that those fish hella die there. But <laughs> they, uh, they, they go through this whole thing. And then they're like, great. Now let's catch some salmon for our salmon fry. For a fish fry, and I was like, I was going to say something really snide about how this experience didn't 
teach them anything about loving the salmon and want to not kill them. And then it totally did. They showed up at the fish fry with little potatoes shaped like fishes, which yeah. you guys have to remember, being a vegetarian is not that hard because you can always shape food like animals. You can eat animal crackers <laughs> all day. Yeah, yeah, animal crackers. And until sure. you explore the life cycle of the majestic potato, everything is so yeah. fine right now. <laughs> I like how you show up to everything with like Teddy Grahams because you respect <laughs> bears so much. I would never eat the meat of the proud and loyal bear. <laughs> but I do love the fishes because they're so delicious. See, there's always options. You got goldfish right there. Yeah. Uh-huh. I like that the solution of Ralphie needs to bring enough salmon to feed the school is let's go out on a boat with a single fishing rod for each kid, not let's go to a store. Yeah. Um, no, that's not how that works. Hey, salmon's expensive. It is expensive. Right. But true. so is chartering a fishing boat. No, so magic is school the, bus, though. All the fines you pay when you don't get a proper license. Yeah. <laughs> Did he have a permit? <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. Tanya, what's your major, Darcy? Um, my major Darcy, I feel like it's important that I comment upon this because I'm always commenting upon this. Uh, Miss Frizzle's outfits are always on point. Okay. Yes. Always. Yeah. Like she always has Definitely. like accessories that tie in when she has like globes on her shoes. Yeah. Or the whatever. one about smells. She had skunk earrings. Yeah. She, yeah. Whatever mm-hmm. she's, whatever she's teaching about, she has a dress that is just like a basic dress with splotches of that thing. Yeah, so, I love it. I love it. And then, so or cool. when she's when they're pedaling through the intestines, she has like a bodysuit. Yep. Yeah. Because yeah, she's ready to work out. Because <laughs> of course she does. <laughs> yeah, I, do guys, I really enjoy her costume she's changes. Fabulous. I do too. And I, uh, our our friend Aaron dressed as Miss Frizzle for Halloween the, the, this week, and it was delightful. Nice. Really? Oh, that's so good. It's such a great costume too, because you could just cut out whatever you want to make the center of conversation and tape it yeah. to your dress, and then you just need the hair. Yeah. Oh, the hair, the which is majestic, by the way. <laughs> like, there's so many colors in there. Do you think and that it's she always like beautifully makes it that up? way because her name is Frizz, or like they named her Miss Frizz because of the hair? I think it's I think it's because of her hair, but then her hair is like kind of in check. So I don't even think it's like a real yeah. thing. It's like not a problem. I think She's maybe she perfect, had ancestors okay? who came into the country <laughs> that were named like maybe something they else. Didn't know about deep conditioning slash leaving. <laughs> treatments but uh miss frizzle Frizzle. i got a lot of she's no stranger to bumble and bumble do you think that they do you think they changed her name at ellis island they were like couldn't pronounce it whatever it was her her ancestors like yeah it was like frizzenbach and yeah frizzenbach and they're like yeah i'm gonna say frizzle you got frizzy hair (laughs) welcome to america yeah (laughs) seatbelts everyone please let this be a normal field trip with a frizz no Good morning, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We're a good podcast about bad books and movies and TV and stuff. This, uh, my, I'm your host. I'm Alex Falcone. You can follow me yeah, you are. At Alex underscore Falcone. Joining me as always today, he's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter in Brooklyn, New York, in a very cozy looking marine layer thin hoodie. It's wow. Chris Smith. Hey, Alex. I like getting erupted at my old school. <laughs> we never did anything like go into a volcano. <laughs> I tried so hard not to make any of this show sexual. <laughs> no, she Why got launched you? out of a volcano. <laughs> uh, my favorite thing. I love getting erupted. It was hard. <laughs> uh, Imagine that. Or, things. Yeah, there's so many. It's like one of the three things I have written down is I like getting erupted. <laughs> <laughs> got a nut. So educational. Nut. Oh yeah, hanging out with the squad last night, getting erupted. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> also joining us today. 
She's at the Tanya Vest on Twitter on Third Mike. Also in our Brooklyn studios, it's Tanya Davis. One field trip for them, one bag of cheesy wheezies for me. <laughs> Arnold. Arnold, Arnold, you are me. <laughs> Arnold, you are going to learn nothing in your time at the school. <laughs> Just full of fear and a love of snacks. Ugh. When Arnold's Same. parents find out that he skipped the field trip to eat snacks... And then the, sc- the field trip was them investigating the inside of his body without any sort of informed consent. Yeah. I don't think anyone learns of any of that. I, I feel like this is all just like a school fever dream. I- <laughs> you, think, you think Arnold goes home and his parents are like, what happened at school? And he's like, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that this actually happened. I just need to sit alone for a while. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think this is real. You think this is all in uh, the lizard's imagination. <laughs> this is like a fantasy of education yeah I'll get into it later but like seriously this didn't happen <laughs> of course this didn't <laughs> i do like that theory all right we'll get into the fan theories but first we have a very special guest from skeptic.org in boston meh it's amanda lima according to my research this show is awesome yeah <laughs> did you welcome back to the show it's so good to have you again did Yay. you feel some kinship with da Oh my God! I was DA. <laughs> like when she books, got so Amanda, upset that Amanda her books, books fell into the ocean. Yeah, yeah. Man, I really felt for her, and I also saw the journey ahead for her, and I was very excited. It's like you're going to trust yourself, DA. It's going to be beautiful. Well, but then there was that whole episode that was like trying to teach her not to use books anymore. That was like the whole point of that episode was, Dorky Ann, you should stop reading books. No, it was just like sometimes your instincts can be okay too, and like sometimes the knowledge is inside of you. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if that's good. Yeah. See, I read it as a super dark crisis of personality, but <laughs> <laughs> either way, Miss <laughs> Frizzle like... teaches us so much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she does. Lessons on lessons. <laughs> uh, well, Chris. Oh, actually, let me yeah. do this. Well, so this is episode number three hundred and fifteen. We've yeah. now done as many episodes as the cost of a goat in dollars at the Cedar what? Lane Feeds Auction, which Not the, the way I steal them. Right. South Jersey Times <laughs> makes sound like a lot. Yeah. I don't know. Apparently, apparently <laughs> that's a high price. Well, I mean, they produce a lot of milk, uh, and, and eventually you can, you know, eat them, I guess, when they outlive their usefulness. But also, they're, they're like uh, landscapers, you know? They'll they're just eat up f- all the... They're also a friend and a buddy. <laughs> Yeah, they yeah, are. They have square pupils, which is not at all weird. Yeah, Actually, what? Rectangular. Yeah, they have rectangular. Yeah, they pupils. have rectangular pupils, yeah. which How makes you... them look like devil creatures. It's fine. How... What? How and that's you... why you should eat them. They're delicious. Yeah. <laughs> why do goats have rectangular pupils? Oh my I god! Can't answer that. <laughs> Welcome to Alex that? learns basic facts about petting two animals. The podcast. I what? used to. With goats a lot when I was a child, so you just I, knew that I, from I, hanging out with goats. I knew that from hanging out with goats. Yeah, I used to hang out with goats. Also, like, if you search for goats, who doesn't pupils, hang out with goats? Seriously, seriously, I've never yeah. had a chance. It's I've never had normal. the pleasure. If you bingle goat pupils, uh, you'll get nudity. They will deliver. <laughs> oh, <laughs> they will goat deliver. pupils will get you nudity. There's a. It says people also search for goat girls, and then those two girls are naked. Oh, please oh, no! No, 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 no! no they're not no. doing anything with a goat. They're just wearing goat heads as a costume. Oh no, that's even worse. Isn't that worse? I think it's worse. Uh, yeah, also, it's much worse. I'm, I'm not looking. It's not <laughs> happening. I don't need that in my Bingle life. It. Yeah. Bingle it right now. Not to speak ill of our no. sponsor, but I wish you wouldn't do that, Bing. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, speaking of that was sort of what we do, and not a sponsor. Um, <laughs> speaking, <laughs> speaking of unbelievable things, this week we're talking about the Magic School Bus, the early 90s TV show based on the Scholastic book series of the same name. This is sponsored by Lee from Seattle, who says this, I've been a big fan of the podcast since you did the Star Wars pod crawl. School, uh, the Magic School Bus was my f- a favorite of mine as a kid. I've been rewatching them recently with my boyfriend on Netflix. BT Dubs, guys, they're on Netflix. Whoa. Um, some of them. some of them are, yeah. Some of them are, and Netflix is releasing a new series next year. There's going <gasps> to be a new Magic year. School Bus. Is yeah. Lily Tomlin coming back? Do you know? I'm imagining not, but it's. I do know that it's going to be CG. It's called Ma- the Magic School Bus 360. Mm. Yeah, I'm doesn't that make everybody concerned. nervous? A little, yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my my stomach feels weird, <laughs> but I'm fine. <laughs> but I'm uh, I I but I hope it works. I hope it works. Anyway, um, so Lee Lee goes on. Uh, I'm amazed how well they've held up. Actually, uh, who knew yep. the secret to teaching kids about science was a deranged teacher with an anthropomorphic lizard sidekick? True that, yo. Yeah, Liz the lizard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, thanks a for the sponsorship, Lee. Teaching lizard. Yeah. This was such a treat to watch. It totally holds up. Lee, oh, yeah. this is fun. proof that you love us and you want us to be happy. This was yeah. a great time. <laughs> Not true, Hannah, next week. Uh, anyway, if you, want to, if you love us and want us to be happy or love us and want us to be sad, both of those are options. Go to read-weep.com, sign up on the mailing list, and we'll open up. We'll have some more sponsorships in a few months, and you can choose anything in, from your childhood and see if it holds up. For this, we watched episodes two for lunch, E14, Blow Its Top, E34 goes upstream, and E48 makes us stink. Yeah. So digestion, volcanoes, salmon mating. And smells. And smells. Chris. Yeah. Uh, as a certified teaching lizard, you are more than qualified to carry on this mission. Can you yes. please summarize in the style of Liz, the teaching lizard? <laughs> Who never has any spoken lines. But just imagine what his voice sounds like to you. Liz is a she, by the way. Um, oh, yeah. I kind of assumed Liz was a he. Is that weird? I, I don't All lizards are boys. That's sorry. just how they you guys work. just have a gender. No, life. just sexist. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> lizards are all male. What? I I know science. I <laughs> don't believe that we need to put this lizard into a binary. Yeah, I uh, think this lizard could be happy. So I'm going to lie on a hot rock and relax and tell you all about the Magic School Bus. Please do. Um, oh, you look so comfortable. The Magic School Bus is a wonderful cartoon. That uh, stars Lily Tomlin, of all people, as Miss Frizzle, the the kooky teacher. And we already talked about her awesome outfits. And she has a pet lizard, Liz, uh, who's a certified teaching lizard. And what she does is she teaches her class all about things via immersion. And, you know, like Spanish immersion, she just, like, speaks Spanish. No, no, no. Science immersion, where they actually, like get on this magic school bus that can transform into any vehicle they need. It has all the gear they need and they go on these field trips. Every week they go on a field trip. And so like for the one about digestion, they actually took a field trip to inside their classmates digestive system to learn about how things work. Without or when they want to le- necessarily getting his permission. Yeah, no, he just no. Like, didn't want to go on a field trip that day and they were like, that'll work out. Yeah, nice. we need a volunteer to <laughs> stay behind and munch on stuff. Well, Arnold, there you go. <laughs> we're going to see what your lower intestine looks yeah. like. Have a nice uh, day. <laughs> and, but when they go to see how islands are formed, they actually the bus turns into a plane for a while and then a submarine for a while because they need to see how the island is formed under the sea and then pokes up uh, after enough volcanic buildup 
and uh, they learn about the salmon life cycle. The bus becomes a salmon that they ride along with. And then uh, for smells, the bus gets really microscopic, and they can see smell molecules, and they go inside uh, another student's nose. Uh, going inside things is sort of a thing they do. That's, uh, and guess, who's, guess whose nose that is? Arnold's cousin, who Janet. looks identical to Arnold. So yeah. there's yeah, something about that family. And, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. But there's something about that family and getting penetrated by this bus. Uh, <laughs> no. Will someone please think of the children? So let's talk about the students. Uh, because there we we talked about Arnold. Arnold has red hair and glasses, and he is very nervous. And, and he, he's me. He doesn't like danger. <laughs> Apparently, he's a lot like Tanya. Like snacks. Yep. There's Carlos, the jokester, who's Mexican-American. There's Dorothy Ann, the blonde pigtail bookworm. There's Wanda, the Asian-American tomboy. Just there's like Ra- me. Yeah, there's Ralphie, the kind of bigger, <laughs> like, sporty guy. There's Tim, the artistic one, who's always drawing maps and pictures of stuff. And there's Phoebe, the one who used to go to a different school. And she's always like, at my old school, we never did anything like this. <laughs> my old school, we never went inside each other. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough, Phoebe. Yeah. Good point. Never and then there's never, also Phoebe. Keisha, who did not have many spoken lines in this set of episodes. But, but she's she's the normal one. But they, yeah, it is. I, it's aggressively <laughs> multiracial, which I appreciate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It does and seem like, uh, but it's a small class size too. Super small. Yeah, it does feel like this is a a world that cannot exist. Not just because of the magic part, but just uh, aggressively multi multiracial, very small school, and not a single standardized test in four episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I don't feel yeah, like they're covering little... the common core, you guys. I feel like I, probably not. No, I think they're probably going <laughs> above and beyond. Yeah, really. <laughs> I, I think it's, a, it's is a like the, the sequel to this is just mis- called Miss Frizz Teaches to the Test. Yeah, <laughs> where Miss Frizzles like you know, or, it's just the bub- the scantron sheet is on yeah. her dress all the time and <laughs> some pencils always... oh. and all the children are crying. I yeah. feel like this is, yeah, this is just like a a version of educational life before. I mean, because it really is a snapshot of the education in the 90s. Yeah. At least that's how it feels it was, to me. It was so diverse back then. It wow, was. I was not going to school like that in the 90s. <laughs> oh, yeah. None of us were ever going to magic school bus school, but I feel like we did we did units that were more diverse and more experiential than like the things that I saw in classrooms when I was like, I had a teacher in high school who was really into experiential science learning and he got fired because we didn't learn anything. Oh man. Cool story. (laughs) I just mean, this doesn't always work because sometimes you're like, mom, volcanoes form islands. And she's like, awesome. Do you know any facts? You just don't yeah. have any information. You can't spout back ratios or yeah. figures. You don't know math Get or spelling. <laughs> All these kids suck at spelling. We can agree on that. I just think, I, again, I feel like this is an educational fantasy, both in what Miss Frizzle teaches and how she teaches it, and also yes. in like the the quality of the students. Like they're all like inquisitive. Mm. They're never having a bad day. They're never sleepy or hungry or that's tired. Or, no, like, Arnold is always of hungry, those things. But, well, Arnold's hungry, but that's like he's the always most, sleepy, hungry, and like, having a bad day. Yeah, he's a little pessimistic, <laughs> but like when it's time to buckle down and like say something about learning, he's there. Yeah, he's participating. Yeah, yeah. this feels like a private school. It does feel like a private <laughs> and school, doesn't it? Yeah, for the like the whole first episode, I was like, so there aren't any other students? It's just these ones? I was sort of thinking that that's why Arnold was always the one whose body got uh, investigated. was like he was on scholarship or something, and so that's the only way he could get into school. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, no. He had to donate his body to their science department. Weird. And that's the book. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, awesome. Uh, so, obviously, you guys were all mostly positive on it. So this game, uh, normally this is where we play our hate game, but it's kind of an awkward time for that. Um, so let's do uh, let's there let's are, do some things I don't understand. Yeah, let's do King of Bullshit Mountain. Bullshit Mountain. Bullshit. Hey. So, for King of Bullshit Mountain, <laughs> there are things that are a little hard to understand, so we'll start by asking questions, and uh, whoever's the king, or we'll just call him a lizard of Bullshit Mountain, so it can be non-gendered. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> the lizard of Bullshit Mountain uh, decides, uh, has to answer the question correctly, regardless of whether or not it's correct, and if you hesitate, or if someone else steals, you're no longer the lizard of Bullshit Mountain. Uh, Tanya, for yes? some reason, you're always the reigning champion of this, so I need oh, you to start out as the lizard. Okay. I'm the lizard. <laughs> so, Tanya, um, did you? Did everybody feel from the beginning that you were going to find a way out besides Arnold's bunghole? Or were you mostly worried that whole time? As a kid watching that episode, I remember immediately wondering what they were going to do about that whole poop thing. What their exit strategy was going to be. Yeah, what the exit strategy was going to be. And for a while, like I remember <laughs> oh. as a young person being like, maybe it'll be vomit. Maybe they're going to maybe they're gonna get vomited gross. out. Yeah. But then they went too far into the intestine and I was like, hmm, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and I also like their <laughs> depiction of the lower intestine. It just ends in a nub. <laughs> like there's not like an exit through like the bottom part of the Arnold drawing. It's just like, no, we'll just end up there. <laughs> yeah, all and like the- it, it's alluded to, like, well, there is another way, and everyone's like, no, <laughs> no, there is not. <laughs> it is three thirty in the afternoon. Children don't need to know about this. <laughs> I couldn't help dreading it the whole time because it, it, every time they got a little further, every time they went through a valve, and which, by the way, uh, also pretty graphically depicted the duodenum, the other, yeah, yeah sure, yeah. Yeah, it turns out they all look like that. Yeah. But it's true, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Have, you, have you been inside yeah. Arnold? Uh, uh, not that I can recall. <laughs> <laughs> we all did a lot of things in college while blacked out. <laughs> I feel like that's like the spinach in Jessica Seinfeld's brownie. Like you're you're like you're dealing with this cartoon and everything is fun and games, and then you're also seeing like a realistic depiction of like the insides of people. Yeah, but that's that, like not the part you're necessarily aware of. At that the was time. I like that, was that metaphor. Yeah. 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 Other questions for the for Tanya, who is the Lizard of Bullshit Mountain? Okay, uh, Miss Lizard, uh, this body is a lizard. Well, Liz is a lizard. As we've established, all lizards are male. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, So here's the thing. that uh, The seats on the bus, uh, how do they work? Because every time they cut to the kids in the bus, the kids are in a different configuration based on who needs to be talking or doing the next action. (laughs) Yet they are always belted in. Always belted in. Yeah. How are they switching seats? How is that working? I think on the days that they don't go on field trips, they might do drills in the bus. Like, like they just like practice like going from seat to seat and like strapping in and out really quickly. Like okay. that's like the weird prerequisite. So you're saying like they're they're playing switchies, but like you never see it because the camera can't catch them because they're so fast. Because they're super fast. Yeah, these are very talented students. And of huh. course, they didn't make an episode about them practicing switching bus seats. That would be boring. No, because you also don't have an episode where they take the cat test or whatever it's called now. 
What? What? Oh, standardized testing? Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> I thought there was like, it was like everyone might have uh, that parasite, and so everyone has to take the cat test. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Toxoplasmosis? Uh, yeah, because everyone has toxoplasmosis. Oh, we do. It's like two-thirds of us do, right? Isn't that... Oh, sure. We all love cats. I've accepted it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's worth it. It's uh, like HPV. Tanya, here's another question. Okie doke. Uh, can you explain to me how the kids don't have lasting psychological trauma from being converted into salmon fry <laughs> and going through an entire si- salmon life cycle? Because they person? don't, they don't become... Getting fertilized. They got fertilized. Yeah. They got jizzed on by a salmon. There's no other way to say that. <laughs> yeah. uh, sure, I mean, there yeah. might be another way, but I can't mm. think of it. Yeah. They... Like how, how do they go on and, and try to be standard people? I think they... Attri- I, I want to attribute this to the magic of Miss Frizzle. I feel like she puts everything in a context where it's like this is... This is about learning and getting messy and understanding like the world around you. And it's not traumatic in the way that like the facts of life and nature don't have to be traumatic. But you saw but how, like, how terrifying they were when they were f- human heads on fish bodies. <laughs> well, sure. But I don't know how much they were like really. I mean, they, but they seemed pretty excited to be having that experience. Nobody was like, I can't believe my body is like not my body anymore. Everybody seems yeah, they were super it. happy about eating little grubs out of the water, which was extra disturbing. Oh, it was weird. Yeah. Oh. But I also think that was part of their like. I, I feel like that might be part of the educational experience, right? Like they're if like you're suddenly like imagining yourself as like this like salmon thing, and you don't really have time to like be horrified at the transformation, and also you are secure in the knowledge that eventually you'll get converted back. Like you're just like I'm just having a lesson, and it's all gonna be fine. It's weird because they always do get out of every situation, but also they're mm-hmm. always like Miss Frizzle. What if this doesn't work? Like they still don't have any faith in her. And she, <laughs> well, they they ask her questions, and she responds in a soothing way. She's like, just keep going with it. <laughs> uh, so, could you explain to me, Tanya? Okay. What the stance on this school? The school stance on jokes and puns, specifically. Because Carlos is like <laughs> supposed to be the class clown, and he makes these puns, and everybody groans and is like, Carlos. But Miss Frizz and the nose lady and every other adult does it constantly, and they don't say shit about it. That's true. There, there does seem to be a punning double standard. But maybe it's just the way that Carlos delivers the puns, because he's always like sneaking them in at the last minute and being like, what? <laughs> I think you just have to like roll like- through, like, this is just how I talk. It's a whole world built of dad jokes. It, it is. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's perfect. That's exactly what it is. Ooh, that's a steal. Yeah, is that a is steal. a steal. Yeah. That's a steal. All right, Amanda. Uh, riddle me this. How come Miss Frizzle has a new dress and oft, uh, each episode, and often more than one new outfit each episode that you've never seen before, but all the kids who go to this fancy private school <laughs> only wear the same... They have one set of clothes each. What's oh, wrong? Are they all like, sleeping under their desks and showering in the locker room? This no, that's so what's cool. Clearly. Oh, those... <laughs> they have standards. Yeah. They just... You gotta they, maintain your... It was like Steve Jobs <laughs> with the ta- the turtleneck. They just... They all have a hundred of that same outfit. They're so devoted to learning. Yes, exactly. That it yeah. would be seen as deeply uncool if you actually changed your clothes. Because why would you care about clothes? Unless you're Ms. Frizzle. Uh, and clearly, uh, Liz is her very talented seamstress for that. <laughs> <laughs> I got a question, Amanda... So if you were to take the scent of mint, cinnamon, <laughs> banana, and use gym socks, would that smell good? What would that smell like? It would depend on how much of each 
compound of each smell that you used, sure. of course. Well, let's call it three quarters so of a banana, could... a single cinnamon stick, a single mint leaf, and an entire smelly sock. Yeah, I think you'd have to go <laughs> the whole sock. It's hard to... I think that is the recipe. Well, you know, sadly, the show oversimplified that a little bit. And there are, there's more than just one molecule that makes it each smell. So, um, uh, yeah, you could totally make something that smells awesome from that combination. Do you think... So do you think the other three are just outweighing the sock so you don't care about it? Or is the sock providing, like, a, an, in, a, an important part of that bouquet? Uh, oh, God. What is the movie? Um, American Hustle with... Jennifer Lawrence yeah. and yeah. some other people in it. And she wears that nail polish that has just a little bit of stench to it, and that's what makes it smell so good. Oh, geez. Clearly, good that's yeah. what Sometimes the gym the socks are doing. the smell is the good smell. Oh, shit. Yeah. 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 Oh, Gotta man. keep it I mean, they started out with a mothball. What's up with that? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, Amanda, how about this? Uh, can you explain to me what that whole smell search thing was about? How come apparently an entire school day was devoted to presenting a smell expert one by one with things to smell where she rated them and half the things were a cinnamon stick? Like, can you explain to me the appropriation of funds that had to happen for that to happen at this school? Not to mention this is like a smell expert who's on some kind of smell search. Uh, to find the new smell of only elementary schools mm. and is willing to just blindfold herself and put her nose in any bag that an elementary schooler holds up to her. <laughs> so she's clearly never been hurt before. <laughs> no I, one in this universe. I, I'm not sure before. what's up with that, but clearly this is where we get modern reality TV from. Oh, you see? Oh, there was a film crew. I see. Yeah. So it's like the voice. Uh, where they're all their yeah. backs are to you, and then they yeah. smell you, and then they turn around and, based on and that. And if any of the fourth graders <laughs> turn around, that means <laughs> yeah, it is. It is surprising that nobody brought dog poop. I will say that. Yeah. Of course it is. <laughs> also, ooh, Amanda, how old are these children? <laughs> uh, they seem eleven-ish. Oh, these yeah. are some pretty dim eleven-year-olds. <laughs> I feel no. I, I see, like there are some episodes where I'm like, clearly they're all in fifth grade, and then there are others where I'm like, seventh grade. Like, oh, really? Most of them. I, was th- I thought these were third graders. Oh my god! <laughs> it's such a huge spread of ages. I don't know. I mean, you you just can't get very old before saying like you gave me the ride of my life is like something that would never oh. come out of your mouth in regards to one of your yeah. classmates. Yeah, I'm yeah. bingling because she was really excited right about that. Actually, is yeah, I, there's got to be a right know. answer to this. I'm, uh, there Maybe it's fourth be. grade. I thought it was third or fourth Ooh, grade. Tenth I, yeah. birthday special. Oh, so they were all. So that is like fourth fifth, grade. Fifth fourth grade. Yeah. Third, fourth grade. Yeah. Ha! Fourth, ah. fifth grade. D- is that a steal? That's a steal. That's Woo! a steal. Chris, yeah. Ask me. Ask me weird questions, Chris. Yes. Uh, my question. I'm the lizard. The lizard of bullshit mountain. Uh, Chris, so why is it okay to violate Arnold's uh, privacy? And sub-question, is it better or worse to fi- to violate Arnold's cousin's privacy because she's evil? <laughs> uh, here's the thing. So when the students get into class, like, uh, you know, kind of orientation night, all the parents come, they just sign blanket releases. <laughs> and so Arnold, Arnold was fair game, even if he didn't think he was, uh, which is fine. 
Uh, I'm not sure that cousin Janet, who's in a different class, uh, if her, you know, if a different set of rules applied to her. So I think that was a because she was a complete asshole and like messed up uh, the the class's project. We're gonna get back at her, and like she is suddenly an enemy combatant. She's we suddenly... didn't see what class she was from, but it was clearly Slytherin. Yeah. Oh, she, yeah. <laughs> class Slytherin for sure. And they really so, only gave her lines, like when she was like, "We did a great job," and then her her classmates were like, "Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, sure." Uh, so I'd say Arnold is fair game. Janet was a gray area until she uh, was aggressive and you know had some malfeasance there. I I like the <laughs> idea that you can be, violate people's privacy if they're assholes. I think that it does like it opens <laughs> you up to certain things. Yeah, absolutely. Amanda, do you have a question for Chris? No, I just went off on a tangent with that whole violation of privacy thing in my head. You're you're stuck in the HIPAA world? Yeah. (laughs) Um, All right, Chris. Chris, why does Miss Frizzle misuse the phrase never say never so badly? Because she uses it completely wrong. Because, like, one of the girls, the the new girl, uh, was it Phoebe? Phoebe, Would be like... Uh, at my old school, we never did this. And then Miss Frizzle would say, never say never, when that was a very good use of never, actually, if you did mm-hmm. not do this before. Yeah, no, like no, no, no. a finite no. stretch of time that's now over. I, yeah. think, you, I think it is you who misunderstand, Alice. <laughs> I, thought I think might. that Miss Frizzle actually knows a lot more about what happened at Phoebe's old school. <gasps> oh, and I think that shit. Phoebe may have some kind of, I don't want to say PTSD. <laughs> But she has something that said where she has a different narrative of what happened to her at the school than what actually happened. Not and PTSD. So, and yeah, that's so, not what that is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it's not what that is, uh, you know. But she she has some some open memories about what happened uh, at her old school. Tanya, does this get into your theory? What do you think? You, you were hinting at this earlier, and I want to know. What do you think is going on here? What's your explanation I, of all this? I think this is... I, I feel like this is inside the mind of a very ambitious teacher that has not yet actually taught a class. <laughs> uh, like, this, is, this is the classroom that I would create if I were magically an elementary school teacher. Like this is exactly what I would want. Like this like warm and welcoming environment where there are just like endless examples of like anything you're ever trying to do where it's like, yeah. we're not just going to talk about the globe. We're going to make a globe and it's going to reach to the ceiling and there'll be children <laughs> crawling all over it. It'll be magical. And they'll be like understanding things through physical examples but then also we'll get in a salmon and go into the river. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> this is yeah, this is like that, you know, it's late August and you get stoned with your friends one more time before you strap on the apron and go get some chalk dust on you. Like. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing, just getting back to Phoebe's old school, uh I read this on Wikipedia uh about the show. They actually visit Phoebe's old school at one point. Ooh, nice. And it is called Ooh. Phoebe's old school. They just have a meta oh, thing. That's so funny. Which means it never exists. Yeah, you're right. She's crazy. <laughs> yeah, she's crazy. That's fine. Yeah, Phoebe was raised by wolves. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go home to mom and dad. Oh! <laughs> I think that's a steal for Tanya. And Tanya, you are the lizard of bullshit mountain. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mr. Lizard wins again. <laughs> I don't know how you keep doing it, but you're undefeated. <laughs> At this game, we really wish we'd stop playing. Oh, <laughs>
Tell us again. Yeah, come on. Please tell us again. We love this story. But we have told you the story many times already. Don't you want to hear a new one? No, we love this story. Tell us about the great Darcy. Fine. I give up. We will tell the story of our beloved founder. The year was 2014, and the area that we now call Meatburg was a desolate wasteland. It was fit for neither man nor beast. Oh, so so there weren't any beasts there? Well, but there was a very industrious beast. The whole area was protected by a great dragon. Really? Dragons are pretty trite at this point. Vine, it was not a dragon after all. It was a fearsome, uh, er, brr, minotaur. Uh, I guess that's better. He looked like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. No, the rock could never be evil. Oh, oh, that's true. He looked like, but was not, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Phew. Oh, good. And the Rockatar prowled out these lands and made sure nobody settled here. But then one brave woman. <gasps> That's Darcy! We love Darcy. Yes, yes, it was Darcy. She saw this land and had a vision. She wanted to build a place where only the coolest podcast listeners could settle. She founded it on the principles of generosity, goodness, turning into the skid, and also generosity. You said that already. Yeah, well, we said all this already. We told you the story an hour ago. Oh, right. Darcy approached the Rockatar and asked him politely if he would donate his land to Darcy so she could create a fabulous city. Meatburg. That is right. But the Rockatar was a real asshole, so he said no. But Darcy, she was not daunted. No, she was undaunted. She was undauntable. Dauntless? No, more like erudite, but brave. Like Slytherin, but not evil. Huh. Anyway, she challenged the Rockatar to a duel. The Rockatar was cocky, so he said she could choose any weapon. And seriously, he had every right to be cocky. I mean, he was half bull, totally ripped, like 12 feet tall. He was really amazing. He should win this battle against a human woman. But this human woman, she was smart. Really smart. And generous. Yes, and generous. What did she do? Darcy stepped up to him and said, I can choose any weapon I want. And the Rockatar said, Yes, little girl, and I will kill you with it. And Darcy said, I choose your horn. What? But he's great with his horns. He'll win. That is what he thought, too. He chuckled because he knew he could gourd 1,000 Darcys on his horns. He readily agreed. So Darcy reached up and grabbed one of his horns. What are you doing? He bellowed. She pulled a small saw out of her pocket because she was also very good at thinking ahead. And cut off one of his horns. Oh, she's so smart. And the Minotaur really should have clarified the rules. Totally. Darcy was not a great fighter with the giant bullhorn, of course. But she didn't have to be, because the Rockatar was horribly off balance from losing one of his horns, and he kept falling over. Looked like a real dork. So eventually he conceded and gave Darcy all this land to create Meatburg. She used her only money to build a great city where fans of the podcast could live happily and safely. She was a graceful winner, too. She gave the Rockatar his horn back on the condition that he only use it to protect Meatburg. Kind of an abnegation move. For sure. Yes, but in the real world, people can have multiple personality traits. Oh, right. Young adult literature makes me forget that sometimes. So that's how Meatburg was founded, and that's why everything is named after the great Darcy. That's Darcy Hall over there. The Darcy Library. Darcy Lane. And 
Darcy Playground. Don't go over there. It smells like sex and candy. I don't get it. That is fine. I love Darcy, though. Me too. We all do. We all love Darcy. Oh, it is four o'clock. Time to get the Rockatar his afternoon snack. Ooh, I hope you liked the story, though. We did. Again. <laughs> yes, please. See you later. And a pleasant Darcy to you both. A pleasant, a pleasant Darcy, Darcy to you, me bot. Me buddies, 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 me buddies. All right, you guys, and now it's time for the game of Top 5. Top 5. Top 5. Oh, we had such a good list of Top 5 today. So Top 5 is where we have questions. We field questions from you, the listeners, who go to facebook.com slash read and weep or read-weep.com slash contact and send us an email uh podcast read com, all kinds of places send us your questions about whatever topic we're talking about this week uh so many good ones we're gonna start out with uh, a question from sponsor lee who says what's the situation in your adult life that you don't understand and that you wish a magical bus would explain to you <gasps> taxes let's see Health insurance. <laughs> yeah. oh, health insurance. That would be so nice. The magic oh my school God. bus explains deductibles. That would be amazing. <laughs> and also, you could go into a little thing. You could go into those pneumatic tubes that I'm sure are in old-timey insurance offices. I like, like it. Whoosh around from the yeah. comptroller to the accounts receivable person. And the, the bus can drive along the fine print and get small enough that you could read it all. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I like but also that. Syria. No. <laughs> <laughs> It's not. You want to send children to Syria? (laughs) (laughs) Just myself in a bus. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me more. That's weird. I think Vice (laughs) News did that. Vice (laughs) News is the magic school bus for adults. (gasps) Maybe it is. Whoa. Oh, my God. (laughs) Hipsters in situations they don't understand. Yeah. (laughs) Like inside Arnold. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I... I would like it if so. They sort of teased this on the uh, the salmon one about uh, the changing bodies, and she's yeah. like, "Oh, we're gonna exp- like it's sort of like what'll happen to you when you become a teenager." And I don't want to see the magic school bus explain puberty because I don't want to know what it goes inside. But I've, been ha- I've I've there's this like second puberty that happens when you turn thirty, where you have like the WebMD app on your phone and you have strong opinions <laughs> about cleaning products. And- <laughs> I would like to have the uh, magic school bus help explain what's happening to my body. <laughs> you know, and you same? really love naps. Yeah. I'm so into naps, but that's like Arnold. Mm. <laughs> I just want, like, do you, are you guys familiar with the magic eraser? Sure. Mm. Holy shit. <laughs> <That's so good. laughs> I feel like you might you be want an entire episode else? on magic erasers. I would talk about it for days. No one told me about it. No one told me about the. I just found it like six weeks ago. Oh boy! Yeah. What, if, what do you want to tell us about some of the stuff you've erased? <laughs> the whole everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every surface that is white on our, in our apartment. Uh, oh, just got whiter. The heater, the baseboard heaters, and the fan really look great. Uh, but I also <laughs> magic erased the entire kitchen floor by hand. Oh, and it my looks goodness. sick. That's thorough. It looks so yeah, wow. good. It's mind blowing. Are I you? Show, I'll show you a picture of it halfway. In therapy, down. perhaps. Yeah. Are you okay? Should Are you gonna you swim be... upstream and die? <laughs> what? Did something happen at your previous school that you're trying to forget? I feel like this is me mm. swimming upstream, and I'm about to like jizz on something and then die. 
on that bright shiny clean floor to be clear i'm not it's not that i'm crazy it's that that was a procrastination that was when i had a lot of important shit to get done that's when i clean and so nothing ever felt more important than cleaning yeah i was like oh yeah but my parents will be here in a couple months better start working on this floor Huh. Good stuff. No, that's entirely normal. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was not something I would have done 10 years ago. I don't know. I uh. Oh, see, I totally would have done that 10 years ago. Oh, really? I haven't changed a bit. Well, yeah. They do say women uh, mature faster than men. You had your second puberty at 20. I had my second puberty at 9. <laughs> old soul. When I got really into cross-stitching and radio. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, I used oh to my god, are we the same person, Tanya? <laughs> I, would, I would make myself a snack and sit in a real rocking chair next to a heater. That's my special and flower. To audiobooks from the library. <laughs> it's not that different than what you're doing right now. But how are you like how are you one of the <laughs> hippest people I've ever met and that you did that at nine? How did that work? I don't know. I'm Benjamin Button <laughs> in every direction. <laughs> Uh, top five top five <laughs> I, think, I mean those are there's so many more <laughs> answers to that so i'd love to hear from the fans what would you like to magic school bus from your adult life where would you go what would the bus look like tell me all about it i want to hear more uh facebook.com twitter at read underscore weep number two question on this from anna compare and contrast ms frizzle and the school bus to the doctor and his tardis Ooh. So this school bus does have a lot of TARDIS-like qualities in that it is the bus ex machina, where it Uh just comes in whenever it's needed. And changes into whatever it needs to do. Yeah. Yeah. Unlike a TARDIS, it does seem bigger on the inside. It does seem bigger on the inside, for sure. That's, yeah. True, true. Uh, The TARDIS can travel in time. I don't think the bus does. Well, no, they go back to the time of the dinosaurs. There's dinosaurs, yeah. So the bus can travel through space Mm -hmm. and time, and so can the TARDIS. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the bus has more of just a like generalized exploratory bent and there's not really like a do-gooder element to the bus yeah like, the bus right. doesn't solve anything the, uh, the bus is more of a like not entirely passive but still just kind of the observer role yeah the tardis never has a dopey grin on its face with a tongue that wags I, yeah at, <laughs> at no point does do miss frizzle call the bus sexy oh yeah <laughs> So what is the relationship between them? Because I've not seen uh, any of the Doctor Who. What it, like because it seems like Miss Frizzle and the school bus might have not an, not an, uh, a sexual relationship, but an intimate one. They're very close. Yeah, and they well, depend the on each other. Close with the school bus is more like a pet. Yeah, yeah, well, that's true. Like a hyper intelligent pet, whereas the TARDIS is a machine, sure, but is also has a soul and also like and functions as its own being a lot of the time. Like the TARDIS does what it's what it wants, mm-hmm. not necessarily what it's told. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. yeah, the buses yeah. are sort of yeah. like that too. I mean, you can apparently you can upload the fish consciousness, and then it doesn't listen to any other <laughs> controls until it's spawned <laughs> in the river. Yeah, uh, these are oddly similar. And yeah. it's pretty great. But That's I feel like impressive. if you uploaded the fish consciousness to the TARDIS, the TARDIS would be like, fuck it, I'm going to be a lion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, Catherine says, what would your wardrobe look like if you chose your cl- clothing to match the theme of the day? Just like Miss Frizzle oh. does. Uh, well, if, if it's the theme of my normal day, it would be sitting in a chair looking at the internet. So uh, it'd be chairs and pictures of cats. Yeah, I just like have pictures of lol cats all over my shirt or whatever. Um, maybe a, a subway ride and a couple of coffees. Yeah, 
Definitely that. And uh, it had a check pattern because all I do is look at spreadsheets. <laughs> I like that. I yeah. I mean, I like. I think maybe like a Sunday would be different. Obviously, you'd have like a... So Sunday would obviously be a slanket and then yeah. have pictures of little slankets on it. <laughs> oh, that's nice. It's a pretty lazy day. <laughs> yeah. Amanda, how about you? What's, what's, your, what's your clothing choice? Theme day. Oh, it would be what I wear every day anyway, which is just covered in cat hair. <laughs> uh, nice oh that's so fun you bring a little piece of your friend with you everywhere you go oh yeah even when i try not that's to so creepy <laughs> <laughs> it's a creepy way of thinking hop on the magic school bus <laughs> tim tim asks on facebook what's more upsetting that parents uh don't sign permission slips for their kids to shrink down to Microsoft's size and go Black into a human body without taking any universal precautions or that a group of people with arguably what is the most incredible technological vehicle in existence have so little creativity that they call their lizard Liz. <laughs> <laughs> Tim, people misuse technology all the time. It's true. All right. It's true. Uh, Tim, I you have... got to the crux of this so fast, <laughs> it makes my head spin. Yeah. I have in my pocket a computer that is more powerful than anything that sent man to the moon. True. And yet, what do I do on it all day? I play stupid games. Yeah, I play And Sim I look City. at photos of cats. Uh, yeah. So, of course, this technology is in the wrong hands. We, we invented a computer that, like, with more power than the Apollo space missions, and we use it to settle arguments over who was in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we get angry when it doesn't talk to space fast enough. Come on. Yeah. You're not talking to space. I've got work to do. I can't, I can't read my marketing messages from Crate and Barrel. <laughs> Yeah, so the lizard's called Liz. Shut up, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, I love also, that was a funny Tim. Tim, you're too smart. It's fine. Uh, and then lastly, a couple people, both Zach and Kim, asked, where are they now? Uh, is Carlos oh! a professional comedian? What has happened to these kids? Because I, I, I got to say, I think that they are going to be troubled to find that uh, middle school, a lot less magical buses and a lot more bullying. Yeah, <laughs> although Carlos and DA are totally like in a you know like on again off again relationship, right? What about Arnold and Wanda, I feel like there's some. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Romantic interest. <laughs> <laughs> These children are in third grade. Yeah, <laughs> she wants <laughs> him to take her on the She's... on the ride. No, no, she oh, did. No. <laughs> I don't but, like where this is going. No, 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 no like to an amusement no park. Go to, going to amusement park that also looked like an intestinal tract. Um, yeah, it looked oh, okay. like too much like an intestinal tract. Like it was creepy how much it looked like an intestinal tract. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wanda but, has bad ideas, she, and Arnold tries to help her. That's like a classic uh, cartoon I series. Feel like that Wanda fantasy Arnold. where. Go ahead. Wait, what? I go ahead, Tanya. Oh me? Oh uh, no, the fantasy where Arnold's is like he like wins the contest and then wanda like jumps on him and is yep. like oh arnold you did it yeah so so arnold is staying home from the field trip and the first thing he does is fantasize about wanda jumping on him that's not the first thing he does he tries to break a bunch of different records so that he can win a prize so that wanda will like him again but he's that's really important to him for reasons he doesn't fully understand yet. <laughs> I think that is the he, they're in a an on again off again slightly abusive relationship. I think Wanda's not oh. appreciating him. I think she is she's the muscle. She's yeah. forcing oh, him to no. do stuff he doesn't no, like. I think 
She's clearly an entrepreneur, and he is her secretary. Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, interesting. And I actually that's always nice to That's what has happened. <laughs> I'm tempted to roll doll this whole thing and have it be like, and this show you just finished watching, they created it. <laughs> yeah, yeah that'd like be that. pretty good. They just grow up to make this freaky show. I like that. I like the yeah. idea that Carlos does find a career in comedy, although I got to tell you, buddy puns are a long difficult road <laughs> are, are you sure he doesn't uh oh are you sure he doesn't become a conquistador i mean they sort of uh he had oh, that yeah. fantasy in the island episode <laughs> yeah, but there are only but so many things left that you can conquist in these days right <laughs> Like, really, you have the one Hispanic kid dream about claiming an island? Yeah, yeah. I wondered about that, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> too far, Magic School Bus. <laughs> Reel it back in. Top five. Maybe Top five. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he just did that because, like, now all the conquistadors, you just have to be a billionaire and you buy an island. And this is a private school and these are all billionaires' kids. Okay. These kids uh, could afford to then. buy an island when yeah. they get older. I don't know. I don't know that rich kids fantasize about buying islands. I feel like rich kids are like, I'm gonna start a line of handbags. Well, there's right? <laughs> that's true. Uh, rich kids do whatever they dream about doing, whatever they feel like. I'm like sick at Snapchat. <laughs> this is this is what I imagine rich kids talk about. <laughs> All right, All right. Uh, that's the game of top five. Top five. Uh, you guys play f- top five on Facebook, Twitter, our mailing list, etc. Just let us know what are your big questions. I love the big. I mean, I love the question, like, what would you guys explore? I love that kind of, like, taking this topic and applying it to our lives and blowing it up big. Those are my favorite. But all of your questions are great. Please keep sending them to us and playing top five of us. Now it's time for our minor Darcy, the second half of our compliment sandwich. We're going to go in reverse order, uh, which means, Tanya, I think you're first. What's your minor Darcy? Oh, I, I guess, I guess I just love Arnold. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, he is me, but also he's kind of Ron Weasley. But also you and- love me. <laughs> but also I love me. No, I mean, I love a redhead and I, I love like nervous boy people. characters that are just nervous and scared all the time. Yeah, <laughs> It's like my favorite thing. Of the classmates, this was another top five question that we didn't get to. I mean, are there people in that class that you guys identify with? Yeah, we have yeah. a lot of those. Um, oh, yeah. I think, I, yeah, I definitely have some Arnold in me, too. Uh, mostly just the fact that as soon as the bus left, he pulled out snacks. Like, that was his first thing on his mind. Yes. Uh, and I'm always <laughs> thinking about snacks. I'm not quite as nervous as he is. Yeah. But I'm, I mean, like, I don't know. Like, I sort of hate Carlos. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Which means you probably are Carlos. Maybe that's what it is. Mm, I, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Too I, close, too close. I was not class clown-like, but and I so I sort of hate them. I feel like you know, one of the main things about comedy is knowing the time and place. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, and I guess, Amanda, you already said that you are Dorothy Ann. Yeah, she's, she's but... the A. Oh, absolutely. I was such a know-it-all, and this is why I'm great at pub trivia. Hey, that's well, it's useful. Good to know that that's there's a long, totally <laughs> rich, his, rich life ahead of DA. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dr- drinking from the keg of glory at pub trivia. <laughs> but also crosswords. <laughs> yeah. Crosswords, great. Mm. Actually, Wait, Chris, what about you? Oh, uh, so at at least one episode, Tim did the summarizing of what has happened in the episode, so I assume I'm just Tim. <laughs> it was a pretty repetitive show. They had to get yeah. a lot of things over and over again. Yeah. Uh, I love it. Um, so, uh, continuing backwards, my minor Darcy is that uh, 
I liked obviously Miss Frizz, Miss Frizz's clothing covered with the thing she's talking about, but I also loved uh, Dorky Ann's uh, book. Just had noses on it. Did you just say Dorky <laughs> Ann? Yeah, I was kind of Come a bully on. as a kid. You're a bully. <laughs> You are Janet. You're asshole Janet. That's who you are. I am Janet. You're right. It all makes sense now. Oh, no, I'm a terrible person. (laughs) You're the cousin no one likes. (laughs) I thought Slytherin was just like another cool group to be part of. They're go-getters. They're entrepreneurs. Yeah, A lot of synergizing that's going on there. Snakes are very brave. All right. um, Ayn Rand loves trains. Yeah. (laughs) There's nothing more to it. <laughs> I love anyway, so her book just has the cover and the spine are both just a picture of a nose. And I think that may, like this is 94, so that might have been the birth of emojis, maybe? Mhm. Mhm. Just mm-hmm. replace a word with a picture of that word and then I've been kind of fascinated with emojis recently. Gosh, and- you know, highlights is really the they broke ground on that emoji game like years ahead of everything else. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that puzzle stuff. Yeah. yeah, and also like stories where like instead of the word, they would just put a picture of it. Yeah. Turns I, out. It is really interesting. I've, uh, I'm have i sure you guys all read the uh, Zola's story last week, the stripper story. Oh, man. Whoa, so good. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Amanda, no? Mm-mm. No, right. Chris, no. Chris, you should put no. that in the weep. You should uh, I recommend it. Definitely. I mean, everybody's it, like it's been shared a lot, but I will definitely add it. It's a. It was just a, a stripper from Detroit who went on this bananas adventure and wrote like a three hundred tweet story of it. One hundred and fifty tweet. One hundred and fifty tweet story of it, and wow. it's incredible. It's an amazing read. There's a third act twist that'll blow your mind. Yeah, uh, there's a lot. the The opening line, the opening of it, is just a picture of her and this girl. And then it's like, do you want to hear about me and this, how this, how me and this bitch fell out? It's a long story full of suspense. Uh, and it's like, that was like, that's the modern days. It was the best of times is the worst of times. It's just so, I just want to hear everything about how you and this bitch fell out. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> but to, to, to make it more annoying, uh, the way she uses emoji and slang is fascinating and really good. Like it's, I yeah I that's incredible. I'm glad to know that she's really because I was assuming at first that this was some like marketing intern who's trying to get a job, uh, but I, it turns out she's actually real, and mm. the <laughs> the writing is just it's such an interesting use of language and emoji and it's I'm fascinated by it so um, don't, definitely go check out Zola's story but also uh, Dorkian was there at the beginning with the nose book she knew all about it. I've been calling what does nose emoji tell you, Alex? <laughs> I've, been, I've been calling her dorky in this whole episode and you guys hadn't noticed yet, Aww, which I enjoy. That's mean. <laughs> it's mean, but it's so loving. I'm a dork, too. And her name was Dorothy. That's it's just what so everybody close. says now. Yeah. It's getting flimsy, Alex. I, You're the bully. You're okay. the bully. No, it's, it's fine. Okay. I was totally a nerd. Don't worry about it. Okay, a lot of people do say that, but... No true dorks. I... Yeah, oh, I... I, I oh. I don't think this is an exclusive club. <laughs> Amanda is fighting fire with fire. <laughs> I don't believe this is an exclusive club. So if anybody says that they were a nerd, I'll tend to believe them. But I, you know, I spent some time locked in a band cabinet. Like I, I know, I know from being a dork in school. I have a black friend. <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? You don't think that I was a dork in school? What a no weird... true dorks. <laughs> What a weird thing to think about me. 
<laughs> I mean, I'm it's just, awesome that I'm I just... carry myself with that much confidence now. That <laughs> that seems like a long off, a far off time. Uh, played a lot of Magic: oh. The Gathering. Mm-hmm. Uh, in oh, in I tap that land. Land? No, nothing. Nothing. Sorry. Is that a game? Yeah, you both land. win. Never mind. Yeah. I, All is forgiven. I'll tap out of this <laughs> argument. <laughs> in elementary school, I, there was this computer game that my friend Carl and I used to act out. Oh, oh sure. Yeah, been there. <laughs> yeah. Is there oh, a video of that? Because <laughs> <laughs> no, it's genuinely embarrassing and difficult for me to talk about, let alone <laughs> But all of a sudden, Tanya thinks I'm too cool for her show. <laughs> what show? The I'm a dork now show or whatever. <laughs> yeah, because that was in development for sure. Because <laughs> you think that Tune all of a sudden, in next like, week for I'm a dork now. <laughs> we gotta get going, Chris. What's your minor Darcy? Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, moving on. So my minor Darcy. Is that there's this point in the epi- in the digestion episode where they need to tell Arnold to not do one thing but to do another thing. So don't eat the dessert, drink a seltzer water, so they he can be so the bus can be burped out. Um, and I like to think that my life would be like significantly better if instead of a conscience, I had a bossy fourth grader yelling at me nearly all the time from inside your own body. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> I think that'd be great. I don't know if they make the best decision, bossy fourth graders. I don't know. Better than what I get up to, I think. You think? Yeah. <laughs> What's something well, that you normally do that a fourth grader would give you better advice? Don't put me on the spot. <laughs> I can't think without a bossy fourth grader. Just yelling at me. <laughs> it seems and then like whenever you, you do the wrong thing, they'd just be like, you're a butt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you'd be like, don't, don't threaten me or you will see that. Yeah. It would be so motivating just getting the don't be a butthead. Like, oh, yeah, you're right. I shouldn't be a butthead, good. fourth grader. <laughs> yeah, you're so good. right. Uh, Amanda, close us out. What is your minor, Darcy? Uh, Ms. Frizzle's motto, which really captures the essence of science, um, ask questions, make mistakes, and get messy. Yeah. Oh, I, so like, good. That, and is, also that is actually how you stuff. figure stuff out. It is. Yeah. And that's true for all of life. And it just warms my heart so mm-hmm. much. It's the same reason that Wally made me cry. I'm just like, this is what children should know. This is what children should know. <laughs> that if they become obese, uh, modern Americans will hate them on movies? No, 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 no. Not that part. Where's your heart, Alex? <laughs> my heart enjoyed part. the first 40 minutes he of the it. boring robot movie, but then was like, wow, this is really like anti-fat people for an hour and a half. Oh. We can't have this conversation. We've already again. established that he's Slytherin. He doesn't have a heart. It's fine. <laughs> I just thought we were brave, also. <laughs> All, right, All right, that's it for our show. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Next, we're going to be back next week. Next week, we're talking about life and death. The new Stephanie Meyer stretching of her one money-making idea. <laughs> Twilight, everything male is female. Everything female is male. Again. Just <laughs> Twilight, find and replace. Yeah. Uh, 
Oh, it's going to be weird. twice as long. The audiobook is literally twice as long. Oh, God, no. Oh, oh no. I'm so sorry, guys. Sorry about you. This is going to be so bad. Anyway, this is for Anna Chandler, who won our prize. Congratulations on our live show last week. Thanks, Anna, for pl- for guessing what Ezra was eating and for being around, <laughs> being a good buddy. She's, Anna's been great to us. Uh, and we're excited to do this for her, even though I'm not excited to read it. Um, this one I was so was so fun to watch and also really fun to talk about. Next week will just yeah. be fun to talk about, so... Just I think we all ahead. just had a tremendous time watching the Magic School Bus, didn't we? Totally, totally, mm-hmm. such a gift. Oh yeah, I am. I, I feel like I, oh, I, there was actually a couple things that I did learn too. I'm trying to remember what it was. There were a few things where I was like, oh, I didn't actually know that. Yeah, the squid thing. I didn't realize that squid didn't have. Ink. Oh, the, and that squid has ten tentacles. I didn't realize that. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I also did because I, did. I researched it. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. I didn't know that salmon had pressure sensitive, uh, like. Strips where they could like you know detect the water moving when yeah. they think yeah well they have like that, a, an, a, a, a like that's an just spell. fish in general yeah right? Amanda's like yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. The of course I knew that I knew everything I had no idea you guys pub were so stupid pub <laughs> trivia <laughs> <laughs> yeah see? but it is really cool isn't it that's how fish that is cool. school as well oh, in order oh. for them to all swim oh, together oh shit oh that is pretty rad mm-hmm. can we there just something hear this... more facts from you please. <laughs> <laughs> I I do think it's super interesting that in the in the nose one that that you have a different receptor for each smell, yeah, or at like least thousands a, different receptors. It's those combinations that make things smell unique. Yeah, or at least that's yeah, what we thought in 1994 because she said like the best we know this is happening, and so maybe we've got new science since then. But I did not realize that seems like a lot of receptors. Yeah, yeah. Amanda, any, well, you have any? a different receptor for each molecule. They right. think. Right. I'm I'm not up to date on smell science, but you do yeah. have a different receptor for each molecule, and each scent is made up of a ton of different molecules. So. That's super interesting. Damn. Yeah, like a see? fingerprint. It's like a, everything's like a <laughs> fingerprint, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we solve mysteries. Anyway, uh, so thank you so much to our sponsor, Lee, for doing this. This is such a fun episode. Yeah, thanks, Lee. Thanks for kicking Woo. off our month of sponsored episodes. Woo, yeah. Uh, and... Uh, and thanks for and she picked you, Amanda. So a good taste in guests. Yay! Yeah. Thank you. Um, Ta-da. Also, a I'm huge... so glad I got to do something fun and not something awful. And yes, well, I mean, there was the non-consensual body violation, but <laughs> which people who've been around the medical profession might have, think that's a problem. Also, not sanitized before it went in the body. Mm. Uh, it's magic. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> nothing a little stomach acid can't cure. Uh, also, a huge thank you to uh, to Darcy. So, Darcy was our first ever meat buddy, as you guys may recall. She's the founder of Meatburg, and uh, Darcy, on her one year anniversary of being a meat buddy, uh, doubled her meat buddy donation. So, holy moly! So she generous and re- lovely. I can't even believe it. I know. Uh, I know. It's like she's showing off now. Well, and, and the meat buddy program is just such a wonderful way to support us, and we're just crazy uh flattered and flabbergasted by the support and it lets us keep doing this so it keeps the, so much, the ship on the rails so read the, keeps the ores in the jelly buddies. like i said mm, jelly mm. <laughs> read distribute.com <laughs> slash meat buddies even just a small like a, a dollar a month would be great would really help us out also our sponsor lee wants us to mention her boyfriend does a web comic called concrete carcass and this is what she said about it concrete carcass is a queer surreal horror comic about dead malls for fans of junji ito and charles burns i don't know what that is but if you know who those people are then you should definitely check it out it's written by anthony bianco and drawn by kyle tornby find it at concretecarcass.tumblr.com 
And thanks again for sponsoring, Lee. Oh, can we uh, can we just do say one more thing? Yes. Uh, that uh, that graphic novel that uh, Nathan's yeah, graphic novel got world. funded. Congratulations! Got funded. Yay, so I'm gonna get a copy of it. And, yeah, it's gonna be great. Yeah, thanks Let's everybody pray. who uh, jumped in on the uh, and supported the Kickstarter for Shade the Dying World and supported our meat market at meatmarket.space. Woo! Real oh, website. Real website. I was <laughs> real website that redirects to another website. <laughs> awesome. All right. I'm cool. not Googling right. that either. Nope. <laughs> Never do it. <laughs> meat market? No, just meatmarket.space. You don't have to Google it. You just go straight to it. <laughs> uh, you guys, that was so fun. That's it for our show. Thank you so much for being here at C. Walter Smith. Uh-huh. And at... Form- so it's at the Tanya Best, formerly Tanya Davis, now... Tanya Davis Smith or just Tanya Smith? I'm Tanya Smith now. Now Tanya Smith. I've been calling you Tanya Davis past when I think you changed all your card credit cards. Uh, so no, actually, I'm still behind. But that's oh, okay. not for anyone to really <laughs> care about, except for me, I guess. I, well, I think the process <laughs> is interesting, and there's plenty of people who've changed their name who've gone through it, and then it's kind of a oh. long rolling process. So you're, I you need a but- magic school bus about that. No. <laughs> <laughs> But we are well. When the bus arrives, then we will also switch over here. You're officially going to be Tanya Smith on the show from now on. Uh, I guess so. Is sure. Cool? I mean, yeah. I am in life, so why not? I, Chris texted me during the show, telling me that that was happening. So I thought that was true. Oh, I mean, it's <laughs> it, it is absolutely accurate that I am changing my name. So you can just start calling me Tanya Smith. That's fine. Yeah, I like it. All right, awesome. And then uh, thank you. Uh, so at the Tanya Best. And thank you so much for being here, Amanda. Um, yeah. Skeptic.org. What's new on Skeptic? I've been putting up some pretty great videos lately. So mm, what and kind? by we, I mean Rebecca. So you should check out Rebecca's videos. <laughs> <laughs> sitting won't kill you, maybe. That makes me feel better. Mm-hmm. Every time I hear about how sitting might not kill me, it makes me feel warm and happy inside. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yes, that's right. Sitting will yeah. not kill you. I, yeah. <laughs> good, good. I, I was, uh, I've not been a believer about this kill, sitting will kill you thing. It seemed too... Like, too many people had not died from it. Oh, well, maybe right? everyone's died from it, ever. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to huh. go with no. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, well, awesome. No, we'll great side. Out. Everybody check it out. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. All right. Thank you so much for being here, Amanda. We'll talk to everybody next week. Goodbye. Pshh.